Kim's was now in its fifth generation, taken over a year ago by their youngest son. The shop was small and dowdy, filled to capacity with gold trinkets and ceramic animals, made to look and feel like their jade counterparts. Mystic healing books adorned the walls, batches of herbs for healing everything from the common cold to regaining outer beauty and strip away the unkind years, sat in clear glass candy jars behind the cashier's counter, and large paper lanterns, dragons, and calendars hung sporadically from the wooden beams of the ceiling. Everything and anything a simple-minded American tourist craved could be found in this dollar store-like venue, and it did one hell of a lot of business. Marcus was not interested in trinkets. He passed along the I Heart New York t-shirts and the revolving racks of love, wealth, and banishment of evil necklaces until he reached the back counter where a young, over-enthusiastic girl was refilling the create-your-own-zodiac animal just-drop-into-water display. The girl was small, barely reaching the top of the counter, with a frail bone structure and perfect skin. Marcus assumed she must be one of Jalong's younger daughters, and gave her a bold smile as he approached the counter. Haro, welcome to Kim's,' said the girl, gesturing wildly with her hands. "'What can I get for you today? You want love potion? I got love potion. Make the pretty girl in your life all wet with desire. Maybe you need palm red.' She grabbed his hand and slid a Hello Kitty fingernail down one of his ragged center lines. I can see all things in this palm. Only thirty dollars. But for you, twenty-five, cause you're so handsome. Marcus interjected by raising his hand and said boldly, I'm actually looking for something about Wonderland. Her smile faded, and as she pulled off the hairband, she allowed her long jet-black hair to fall to her shoulders and she said in a serious tone, "'Good, I can lose the theatrics.' She pressed a metal button under the counter and buzzed Marcus through to the back storage area. A red and gold-worn rug lay in the center of the room, outlined with metal shelving and overstock boxes. Kicking one of those boxes away, the girl snatched the rug, discarding it off to the side while she went to work unlatching the wooden door on the room's floor." then raised her hand, presenting the staircase like a showgirl presenting the latest car creation. Marcus descended to the bowels of the store with purpose. He had been here before and knew what he was walking into. A grandly lit room full of trophy cases and deep mahogany chests and dressers. Long, whose name means like a dragon, greeted him with a firm handshake. He was a portly man, in all black except for the light-colored sandals on his feet and the heavy graying on the sides of his temples. "'Good to see you again, Marcus,' he said, completing his loving hug. "'Your family is well, I hope.' "'Yes, and yours,' replied Marcus. "'Yes, very well. At my age, twelve children are beginning to wear me out.' But I always wanted a big family, and they are the love of my life. Marcus smiled and clasped him on the shoulder. I have a message from my dad, he said, handing Ja the thick ivory card. Ja's expression grew grave as he read the instructions. Removing his silver reading glasses, he slowly shook his head from side to side. I'm afraid I will have to disappoint you, he said, 
folding his glasses and incinerating the card in the flames of a candle. "'You don't have the item?' asked Marcus. "'I can't give it to you,' said Ja in a serious tone. "'The magic contained in this is more than I'm willing to risk.' You know my father doesn't deal well with disappointment. It means a lot to him, and he will take it by force if he has to. Why come to me with this request? There are many in his land with the same magic. It was the exact question Marcus asked himself when he left Wonderland. Caden was the first and best choice, and although there was tension between the two, James could have easily sent Marcus in his place. Money was money, and Caden would not care where the request originated. The second choice was Maximilian, a theatrical recluse witch and potion maker. He was never one to be trusted, a man who always had an agenda and liked to corrupt the youth, but despite his intentions, he excelled at alchemy and trained Caden with all the secrets he knew and then some. If Lord Trelawney was Oliver's Fagan, Maximilian was Bill.'